0: Hi, and welcome to the Zero to Four podcast, where I talk about topics to help you to prepare for, thrive in, as well as recover from pregnancy by sharing with you evidence-based information about pregnancy, as well as answers to your everyday questions. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Pinnock. Hi, and welcome back to the Zero to Four podcast. It's Dr. Christina Pinnick here, and I'm so happy that you've joined me for another episode because we have an exciting one in store today. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about a common topic. Should you be eating for two while pregnant? I know this is a great topic for discussion because many women, when they get pregnant, they want to know what to eat, how much to eat, what are the best ways to approach eating during pregnancy, And like many other women, I have family members and particularly older family members who've also gone through pregnancy who love to share their advice that I always welcome. But sometimes it can be a bit confusing regarding eating and how to approach eating during pregnancy. And so I'd like to talk about that topic today. The truth is that you are eating for true, but really not in the way that you may think. During pregnancy, you do need an adequate intake of both macronutrients, so those are carbohydrates, fats, proteins, etc., as well as micronutrients, so those are vitamins and minerals like your vitamin D, vitamin C, etc., for your baby to be able to grow and develop normally, and both undernutrition, so eating Less than recommended or needed for your body and your baby to grow, as well as overnutrition, so eating an excessive amount of micro and micronutrients, can not only put your pregnancy at higher risk, but it can actually impact your baby's entire life course. And I know this may sound really heavy, but that's really because it is. What you eat during your pregnancy can actually have a lifelong impact on your baby's long-term health. And for me, approaching nutrition in an informed way is really an easy win during pregnancy that I think every mom should have. And as you probably know, I always recommend being in an ideal health before conceiving. And with nutrition, it's no different. So I do recommend that everything that I talk about today, as much as possible, be enacted prior to conceiving so that when you enter pregnancy, your body's already in a state of optimized health in terms of both macronutrients and micronutrients that your baby literally pulls on and utilizes for its own development and growth for its entire body and interestingly enough in the u.s upwards of i'd say right now 50 percent of women entering pregnancy are approaching the overweight and obese category but at the same time many women still have inadequate micronutrient status so they have deficiencies in many important like vitamins and minerals that are pivotal for a normal growth and development of their babies So my hope for this episode is that everything I share today can help to guide you with your approach in terms of what you're eating and just to keep nutrition front and center of your pregnancy because it really is an easy win that I think everyone should have. We do have some recently updated guidelines from some of our governing bodies from as recent as 2023 regarding some of the dietary recommendations and allowances in pregnancy that I'll be talking about today. And so today I'm going to be looking at overall energy as well as calorie intake, and I'm going to break it down in terms of the amount of macronutrients, so protein, carbohydrates, fiber, and fats, as well as the micronutrients, so vitamins and minerals that you should be really consuming during pregnancy in order to sort of optimize your health and well being. So, as a basic foundation, before I get into that, I always say your best foundation is a balanced, healthy diet. And this would include vegetables of all types and colors, whole fruits as much as possible. Whole grains, so unprocessed whole grains, protein-rich foods, so lean meats, proteins, beans, lentils, nuts and seeds, and oils, particularly plant-based oils if at all possible. And approaching your diet with a good balance of these foods will serve as a great foundation to ensure that when you enter pregnancy, you are already in a great position in terms of the macronutrients as well as the micronutrients that you'll need to ensure that your baby is growing healthily. In particular, I always recommend try to limit as much as possible the intake of any processed foods, high sugar foods, saturated fats, and any foods that are really high in sodium just to ensure that you're keeping a overall good health. Next, I'll talk about something that I think can be a confusing topic for many, and that's the amount of weight to gain during pregnancy. So, and the amount of weight during pregnancy that one gains can really impact not only their immediate pregnancy, but it can impact many women's lifelong health as well as their baby's health. And the reason why I say this is many women who gain an excessive amount of weight during pregnancy end up retaining that amount of weight for. Many years, sometimes for the rest of their lives, and it could really impact their lifelong health. In addition to that, gaining too much weight in pregnancy can actually literally change the genes of your baby with something we call epigenetics that can negatively impact your child's long term health, too. And so when we really think about weight gain during pregnancy, we think about it in relation to your BMI entering pregnancy as a guide to help to understand how much weight would be recommended for you. And as always, I do recommend talking with your doctor regarding the specifics of you know, weight gain recommendations. But overall, women who enter pregnancy at a normal weight, so a normal BMI, We generally recommend an overall weight gain in pregnancy of 25 to 35 pounds for the entire course of the pregnancy. Women who enter pregnancy overweight, the weight gain that's recommended in pregnancy is slightly less. So a 15 to 25 pound weight gain over the course of your pregnancy and women who enter pregnancy with obesity, so with a BMI over 30, should really only be gaining 11 to 20 pounds over the course of your pregnancy. And while that may sound like a lot when you hear the numbers, I think in practicality over the course of pregnancy, because your body is not only growing your baby, but it's expanded in terms of your blood volume and fat stores, it can be very easy to gain an excessive amount of weight that could really impact your lifelong trajectory. And so do recommend keeping an eye on your weight gain because it can really impact a lot of things. And so when we think about your overall energy intake to help to guide you or assist you in achieving the ideal weight gain during pregnancy, I really like to break down your overall energy intake recommendations by trimester. And so in general, prior to pregnancy through the first trimester, you really don't need to adjust what you're eating in terms of your caloric intake. So as I mentioned earlier, if you've already entered pregnancy, eating a balanced healthy diet filled with vegetables, whole fruits, whole grains, and protein-rich foods and oils, you can continue eating the same amount that you were eating prior to pregnancy during the first trimester. And the reason for this is your energy demands during the first trimester are really similar to that of when you're not pregnant. And so you really don't need to eat any extra calories or extra foods during the first trimester. And this one is not usually hard for many women because during the first trimester, oftentimes you do have nausea, vomiting, and your appetite may be lower than previously and so I find that many women don't find this to be difficult just given those symptoms that are oftentimes very profound during the first trimester but if you are someone who aren't experiencing a lot of those symptoms and you want to understand what are the changes that you should be enacting during the first trimester in terms of your intake overall eating the same amount during the first trimester as if you were not pregnant is the recommendation. Now, when we think about the second and third trimesters, the energy needs of your pregnancy are going to be unique to you, and it's going to be based on your age, your pre-pregnancy weight, your pre-pregnancy height, as well as your activity level, and a few additional factors. But by and large, the majority of weight gained during pregnancy should be during the third trimester and some during the second trimester for women entering pregnancy with a normal BMI, we recommend increasing your caloric intake by around 200 calories per day. So notice I didn't say doubling your calorie intake. So if you are eating 2,000 calories a day, not doubling to 4,000 calories a day. So adding an extra small apple with a small tablespoon of peanut butter or adding an extra handful of healthy nuts or a small extra cup of rice to your dinner should be sufficient for what you need in terms of additional calories during pregnancy for the second and third trimesters. If you do enter pregnancy underweight, we recommend adding an extra 300 calories per day during the second and third trimester. And if you enter pregnancy overweight, we'd recommend adding an extra 150 calories per day during the second and third trimester. Women who do enter pregnancy in the obesity category can by and large keep their caloric intake to a similar level throughout pregnancy with some of our recent studies indicating that eating around 50 calories less during the second and third trimester would actually be sufficient as well. And so when we think about the overall energy intake, I'd say big picture takeaway during the first trimester, eat essentially the same as you're eating prior to pregnancy and during the second and third trimester increasing those calories by around 200 to 300 calories per day, depending on your BMI upon entry to pregnancy. And this approach I think would be really helpful to help guide women in terms of breaking down daily calorie intake to ensure that your overall weight gain in pregnancy is within the recommendations that I mentioned earlier. So next we'll turn to some macronutrient recommendations So when I refer to macronutrients, I'm referring to things like how much protein, carbohydrates, fiber, fats that you should be eating during pregnancy. And most of these requirements do increase due to the needs of the pregnancy and the growing fetus. So in terms of your protein intake, protein requirements for pregnancy do ramp up in the second and third trimester. And we recommend that women... In pregnancy, consume around 71 grams of protein per day. And this is really because the placental unit, as well as the baby, uses roughly a 1,000 grams of protein in order to function well. And this is particularly important during the last six months of pregnancy. So when you think about how much protein you're eating, it should really take up around 10 to 35% of your overall diet. And you really want to use Good protein sources, so lean meats, wild-caught fish, preferably small fish that are low in mercury, beans, lentils, seeds, soy products. You really want to have a good balance of protein intake. And if you're eating a balanced diet with adequate protein intake, as I mentioned, We really haven't found any great benefit for consuming any additional protein via special protein powders or high protein supplements if your protein intake, as I mentioned, is adequate. Actually, some studies have shown that excessive protein intake in the form of these powders and protein supplements may actually cause harm to the pregnancy. And so I recommend that your protein intake just be from good sources of protein and having around 71 grams of protein per day. Now, when we think about carbohydrates, your needs during pregnancy also increases. And so we recommend consuming around 175 grams of carbohydrates daily. And this should roughly be around 45 to 65% of your overall daily calories. And as I mentioned earlier, the carbohydrate sources should really come from whole grains. So, Things like brown rice, brown red, vegetables, and as little as possible from refined grains such as white rice or white bread that have been stripped of fiber. And speaking of fiber, during pregnancy, you also want to increase your fiber intake to at least 28 to 36 grams. And this is for a number of reasons. First is constipation can occur really frequently during pregnancy And a high-fiber diet before pregnancy as well as during pregnancy can really reduce the risk of experiencing significant constipation. And we've also found some studies that having an adequate amount of fiber intake can actually decrease the risk of developing preeclampsia. And having adequate fiber also can help to stabilize any spikes in your blood sugar. And so highly recommend an adequate amount of fiber intake as a part of your carbohydrate intake Next, we'll talk about fats. So, it's generally recommended that around 20 to 30 percent of your energy intake come from fat. And the key here is to really limit the intake of saturated fats and consume healthy fats from sources like nuts, oils. So, oils like olive oil, nuts like almonds, peanuts, etc., would be your best sources of fats. And most pregnant women actually exceed the recommended limit for saturated fats and this is mainly from sources like meat and dairy and so you really want to take a look at your overall fat intakes ensure that it's only constituting around 20 to 35 percent of your overall energy intake so those are the recommended macronutrients that i'd say are important to keep in mind during pregnancy next we'll talk about some micronutrients that are also pretty important So similar to your macronutrients, your micronutrients like vitamins A, C, K, those needs also increase in pregnancy. And ideally, your micronutrients that you consume should really come from your nutrient-dense, whole, unprocessed foods, as I mentioned earlier. So things like vegetables, fruits, whole grains should have adequate amounts of these micronutrients for your pregnancy. And specifically, the micronutrients that you want to ensure that you're getting an adequate amount of include things like calcium, magnesium, phosphorus, potassium, zinc, vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin K. And these all have very unique and important roles in your health, as well as in your baby's health as your baby is developing. And the truth of the matter is, most women in the U.S. do not have adequate intake of these micronutrients, particularly calcium, potassium, vitamin D, folic acid, iron, iodine, choline. And so the easiest way to ensure that you are having an adequate intake of many of these micronutrients is to use a supplement that has multiple of these micronutrients available. And the easiest way to do this is via a prenatal vitamin. And so I'd recommend starting a prenatal vitamin at least one to three months before conceiving so that these micronutrients are supplemented to an adequate enough level that you're entering pregnancy already with an adequate amount stored so that your pregnancy can have easy access to the micronutrients that you already have available for the growing needs of your baby. And so those are the micronutrients that I'd recommend keeping an eye out for. And taking a prenatal vitamin is a really easy way to ensure that your intake of these micronutrients is sufficient. And the last thing I'm going to talk about today is the recommended intake for water. We all know that we should drink a lot of water, but how much water can sometimes be confusing. And during pregnancy, it's also something to really keep in mind because not only is dehydration not good for you, but it can actually sometimes later in pregnancy, increase your risk of having some contractions if you're very dehydrated. And so you really want to stay hydrated as much as possible. So it's recommended that you drink at least three liters of waters per day. And 2.3 of those liters should come from water specifically and the remainder can actually come from food sources or other beverages but you really want to ensure that you drink at least three liters of water per day to ensure that you're hydrated. And The specific amount of water that you do drink can vary depending on the ambient temperature whether that's outside your home or inside your home, how much exercise you do, the humidity, but typically three liters a day is adequate for most women. And so you really want to ensure that you aim for that and try to achieve that as much as possible. And so taking a look at the big picture in terms of overall caloric intake, macronutrients, micronutrients, as well as water intake, my big ask of you after you finish listening to this episode is that if you are pregnant, that you take what you've learned today and discuss it with your doctor to make sure that you're not only having the appropriate amount of weight gain during pregnancy, but also that your micronutrient as well as your micronutrients are at the adequate level for both you and your pregnancy. If you're not pregnant yet, and you're listening to this episode, share it with a friend who's interested in pregnancy or who's currently pregnant so that as they approach pregnancy, they also know what the recommendations would be around eating. So overall, long and short of this episode You're eating for two, but you're not eating for two in the way that you think. You're not doubling your energy intake. You're increasing your energy intake, but you're also keeping an eye on those macronutrients and micronutrients that are important for your pregnancy. As always, thank you so much for listening to the episode, and I'll see you on the next one. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Zero to Four podcast, Please share it with a friend as well as leave us a five-star review on apple podcast so we can reach more women just like yourself you can also find me on instagram at dr christina pinnick where you can share any thoughts about the show or any topics that you'd like to see me cover in the future so i'll see you next week on the zero to four podcast